0: Welcome. Uh, we're getting zooted, caffeinated. We're cupped up. <laughs> Looking at pictures of Steven Tyler's feet. Uh, Unbelievable. We're uh, shipping it. Excellence. Dave, how's your hand? You got a I'm totally re- steady re- hand? That's how I check how zooted I
1: am. If it's just, if it's moving on its own, <laughs> I'm really going. Oh, I'm, I'm just really going.
0: the opposite. If you're zooted, you're absolutely... Yeah, you're twitching. And I'm twitching, yeah. You're really glitching? Zated. You're twitching really, and glitching?
1: Yeah. I also had celery juice before this, which really gets you going naturally. Does it? Ew, dude. really does? gets you going naturally. It
0: gets you, what, it gets what you even is?
2: It's just water.
1: No, so Homegirl has put me onto this where you juice celery, and that's it. And it, it tastes like you just stick your tongue in salt. It's really salty and weird. You're really selling me on it right now. It's <laughs> really yeah, It just really gets zooted. Followed by a bunch of drip. Your brain it's in, just short how circuits because it it's zuted. just so salty? It just gets you going naturally. I don't, I'm not going to give you any more. Than <laughs> that. How do you? <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to take for me, and it's not
0: okay. Hey, this is a giving discussion yeah, in a round. We give table.
1: here, don't take. Yes. Um, all right, then. <laughs> let's,
3: he, slammed, he
0: slammed the cup down in front of you, dude. Yeah, it's, it's too bad it was, was a cup. Paper That's cup. an empty it's cup. Empty. Yeah,
3: <laughs> he polished it off.
0: All right, let's go around the room real quick. Uh, Stuart, AB, David, a.
4: and McKenna.
0: Welcome, McKenna, as our guest. How's it been guesting so far?
4: Oh, it's been a great, great experience. It has? Yeah, just lovely.
0: Well, good. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. I thought you might. Um, today we're talking about homie brain. Uh, this is a terminal condition. <laughs> you don't ever really grow out of it, I don't think.
2: You're looking right in
3: my eyes when you say <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: that Stuart never grows out of it. That's <laughs> uh, true. He,
3: yeah, you looked at me, and then you graduated to Stuart. I um, mean, you have it, too. You went up a level. I Let mean, me, we've yeah, all got
0: it, I guess. All, we've all got it, yeah.
2: Um, Some of us worse than others, apparently.
0: <laughs> who has it the worst? It could be... Yeah, it could be. I don't know.
2: In this room, it could be me. Yeah, I don't know Macalester. Do.
0: Well. Yeah, Seb's not here, so it's good. <laughs> I think there. Are, yeah, there are different types too.
3: Yeah, so, like Stewart, when it comes to to his like Ripper and Cup consumption.
0: That's I still think about that. Seven yeah. to eight cups in twenty. And to I don't know. It doesn't
3: affect me. It's just my constitution. Yeah, you're like <laughs> you're like. I, I don't mean,
0: have a low suit <laughs> point. I just go to sleep. That was legendary. That was just, a legendary.
3: Or just have like uh, fatalistic existential thoughts about mortality. That's universal. Don't though, remind
0: yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> what um, I realize
3: how easily triggered I am by that. Just in everyday <laughs> oh, yeah. experiences.
0: Um, what? Um, oh,
3: life ends. Oh my God.
0: <clears throat> yeah, what are what are the different types of homie brains? There's so many. Oh, I have a note here about how um, one of my greatest tweets that I ever wrote was... Um, <laughs> God, what? Um, Let's rehash it. I'm going to have to look it up really quick. But um, uh, there was a period of time between, I think, 2013 and probably partway or towards the end of 2014 where I was saying homie in some variation, and some, like... Um, uh, you know, syntactical construction. Uh, at least a fifteen twenty times a day. At least it's calling everything homies. L- Cups are little homies. <laughs> I feel like you're
3: being conservative in that. Estimation. I remember really? you saying, we were all that.
0: Yeah. To yeah.
1: Lil, yeah. Lil homies" was getting a lot of airplay. No. Most things were little homies, like spoons. Spoons were little homies. Saplings, we were salt and pepper shakers were little homies. Yeah,
3: we. Were. Yeah, we, we I mean little we literally. Yeah, we had yeah. the little homie salt and pepper shakers. I had shakers. an Instagram series about that. If yeah. you've yeah. seen those salt and pepper shakers, somebody somebody like- took those away from me. though. <laughs> oh,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh!
1: Complicated topic.
0: Okay, one hour ago, Alan Wong. It's generally accepted that homies is genderless, right? Yes. <laughs> On Twitter, uh, completely organic homie circle, uh, homie discourse uh, unfolding across the world right now simultaneously. International homie discussion taking place. Yeah, but people exactly will right. gender
3: it by switching over to, to homeboy
0: or homegirl. Yeah, homeboy or homegirl. I do think homies is, is genderless. Oh, yeah. Um, at least as, in terms of what, how I've seen it used. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, is that tight? <laughs> an illustration of Garfield as Mewtwo from Pokemon is definitely homie out. <laughs>
3: <coughs> yeah, there's been a lot of Garfield going on on Twitter.
0: Um, so Speaking of
3: homies, Garfield.
0: Yeah, I've, um, I've been He's saying a homie a lot my whole life, quite a bit. What was it like living with me when I was on that homie run? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm not totally off it. It, was, I- a
3: re- it was a revelation, really. Um, I mean, when we first moved in together and we were just uh, living in the two-bedroom, that was like peak of you using homie like every other sentence, I would say. Really? Well, I, and, and part of it was like you... You had um, the relationship with the Olympia and the Portland homies, the Zoners and the, oh, the, the yeah, Dropping yeah. Gems homies, and I feel like they had <laughs> sort of come up with their own homie lexicon that overlapped with ours, and a lot of it fed into our construction of the several meanings of homie, what it means to... To be on the dark side of homie shit and what it means to be on the iridescent, bright side of homie shit. <laughs> the, humi- the
0: hummingbird homie. <laughs> yeah.
3: And like, I remember one time you had gone down to either Olympia or Portland for a show and had gotten sick when you were down there with all those homies. And, uh, <laughs> and they had, uh, and this was actually, yeah, this was kind of early in my. F- in my education <laughs> and, uh, and they had made all my these education they had <laughs> in my education they had made all if these, these
2: as an education, you're like, I don't
3: want to be part of that. <laughs> 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 Fucking Yale boys. <laughs> they, uh, they had made all these recommendations on how you might mitigate that cold, and most of them just involved you going to the gas station and like picking up fucking Sunny D's. And uh, what was like the chest oil thing that yeah, they were? So he, uh, ex- so, paper <laughs> yeah, so big vapor
0: rep. Yeah, he he went to the corner store and bought me like a like a fucking container of Vicks vapor rub. He was like here, I heard you weren't feeling well. <laughs> That's homie. That's tight. Ty- it's no, damn no, that makes me so happy.
2: The yeah, funniest I mean. part though
3: was you you when you returned you were just like, God dude, I had to get the fuck out of there. Like I just uh, one thing you have to know about Ao is that he is just like incorrigible and just so fucking brutal when he's has any sort of physical ailment. And uh, and he was like I just had to get out of there. Like, I couldn't stand one more
1: motherfucker telling me to drink Sunny D. Now, that was <laughs> Is gonna help me. <laughs> um one of the, the homie I I do really like homie science, homie uh home remedies. And my I think my first my first real notable experience with that was in, in two thousand nine. I was uh in the hospital and uh and the nurse she must have been seven foot eight. Like, like crouching. Homie memory, right there. Homie memory. <laughs> she was just so tall. I think I felt extra small because I was in detox. So I was very uh-huh. sick. A homie spatial. And I was ask. I was like, I'm this really. Dave, who's six two. I'm really <laughs> feeling bad. I'm really nurse. I'm fucking feeling horrible. And she laughed and she said, You know You know what really helps you in these situations? Get an ice cold Coke and boil it. Pour it in a pot and boil it with a little ginger. It'll knock whatever you got right out and that as a so that as a remedy to detox I thought I looked at her like that's what they prescribed to me when insane. I was detoxing for sure yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: so boiled. They're
0: like, this will fix you up real quick. That'll
1: get you through Jones and people.
0: That's that's, uh, that's Shadel in a nutshell. <laughs> that's shit. Yeah, Schick Shadel has you? And do this that hospital. They they and have... actually,
1: this <laughs> hospital was like four or five blocks from Shadel. <laughs>
0: so,
3: Beerian, Shadel So in Bavaria. Shadel's just got like twenty microwaves lined
0: up. <laughs> Diet Coke, just so boiling. Yeah, <laughs> they can't afford to buy new ones, so they're all from fucking '91. Hell yeah, <laughs> Goodwill. Um, I couldn't find this fucking tweet, but basically. The gist of it is, um, the epitome, if I can remember, the epitome of homie shit is a guy saying, Yeah, Pops died from lung cancer and then taking a giant bong rip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I think that's a pretty good yeah. deal. Yeah. That does, uh, that does summarize it. I feel like a certain level of, uh, um, like oblivious self destructive behavior is part of part of being a homie for sure.
0: Undoubtedly. Um but yeah, things can be homies. Uh pretty much anything can be homies. Uh tiny homies are fucking all over the place.
3: Yeah, anthropomorphizing inanimate objects, definitely just part of living the homie life. I, I mean,
2: homie brain is just accepting that. Is listening to AOB like the little homie over there, pass him and you're like
3: yeah, sure. no, for sure.
0: You're I like, get that. Oh, I got to That him. is
3: homie, though. I have to pass yeah. him his fucking silverware.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of also, that's a little wet to me, too, but that's.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, hom- the wet homie overlap is, I think, 99.99999999 <laughs> percent Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I've always enjoyed bringing, um, I've always really enjoyed the fact that, like, in kind of immersing myself or attempting to just be a homie instead of trying to be a somebody, um, that making its way into work in the mm. workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, it's, well...
3: Isn't that how
4: you two, uh,
3: you, A.O. and McKenna met, was at work? No, 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 no. no. Although you, oh, we did, we were
4: co-workers other. for a, a brief and tiny moment Ladro, in time. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: except yeah. that we never had overlapping shifts. No,
4: never. Uh, oh, were y'all
1: homied out at, separately homied out at Ladro?
0: I mean, I certainly was. I think you were too. You yeah. and... Um, K-pop Katie. You and K-pop Katie and I think Ellie to a certain degree were both all really homied out. Yeah. Especially Katie though.
3: McKenna, how do you homie out at work?
4: I don't, I'm not very good at it generally. (laughs) I tend to, I tend to have jobs where I prefer to like get in and get out, perform, um, excuse me, form as many or as, (laughs) as few ties as possible. Mm. that like corporate stuff you're, that's,
0: pretty, you're pretty serious <laughs> at work yeah you know like, i'd say
3: that's like a healthy relationship to uh just the labor market mm-hmm. <laughs> and to one's relationship to capital but yeah yeah for sure
4: i don't know i have definitely i mean i've worked in service for a while and i think i enjoy the kind of like generally accepted thing there that like at some point you and someone else are going to become, like, furious with each other for no discernible reason. Oh, yeah. And you're going to oh, have God. just, like, a mutual hatred for maybe, like, one to three shifts. And then, like, it's just going to evaporate into thin air and, like, nothing needs to be done to address it. It's just going to, like, clear itself up. Is
3: is restaurant work, like, the most homied out industry, service sector? It can be, yeah. It can be. It's, it's certainly ranks. the most
0: dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah,
3: it ranks as one of
2: those.
1: Yeah. Mom and Pop Hardware Stores is pretty homie now.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's not Yeah. Now. Oh, uh, maybe it is. God,
3: one of my favorite.
2: It's days. a little
1: slow. It's slow, homie. So, one it's, of my favorite.
3: It's uh, I think when we first started becoming friends, uh, AO and I paid a visit to you at uh, Tweety and Pops when you were working there. Right. And you took us outside for us to just talk. And I think you were probably doing 50,000 rippers a day at that point. So, yeah. uh, I took a smoke break. And. <laughs> You went and threw something out in the dumpster and just like slammed down the top, and you're like, "Yeah, this motherfucker rolls out into the middle of the parking lot sometimes i I just leave it, there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think also on that visit, you guys needed a hammer, and I just gave you a hammer, and you I just was gave us a hammer, and I was like, "I'll just keep it, <laughs> just steal from the store in front of me, and it's fine.
0: that hammer's still at the house, right,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, I think the most oh, yeah. homie out thing. Well, I used to like they'd send me on lunch break and there'd be no boss, so I'd I'd just leave for an hour and a half, two hours. That was, but the time that I was, uh, I manipulated my coworkers into thinking that it was totally okay for me to build a bed in the shelves in the back, and I would climb into the cot, which was in the shelves, and I would sleep for 45 minutes Jesus an dude
3: oh Edward Taylor used to do that upstairs at, and like uh, I and people had an
1: understanding that like people oh, had yeah. an understanding that like David's <laughs> having a hard time and needs to get some rest
4: that's amazing
1: it was tight ty- yeah you pulled that's it, like, I mean, it was highly that's my greatest terrible, dream <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys McKenna's having a hard time just wow. let her take a nap at work
4: yeah <laughs> I tried that, and then they instituted a no-napping-in-the-office policy. They were like, we have clients coming in here. Uh, You can't can't wear a scarf and sleep under it by the window anymore. We're not naming
0: names. This isn't directed at anyone in particular, but... There's been a lot of napping recently.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a nap one time uh, when I was working at HD as an editor, and um, I took two Benadryl. I didn't... Because I'm, I was getting... Because you are getting wild. I took some That's bannies.
0: such a homie move. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah. I, I feel a certain way. I'm going to solve this problem. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. And I... Um, yeah, I mean, gravity got about four times as heavy as it usually is. And I was like, I have no other choice but to go lay down on the couch that's next to the ping pong table that's next to all of the various camera equipment just splayed everywhere in this empty, bleak, homied out office. That was a really homied out office. Oh, yeah. And at, at one point, one of my coworkers was uh, smoking spice because it was the only thing that his probation officer Ooh. couldn't uh, <laughs> so pick oh, yeah. up <laughs> tight. Whoa. Uh, and he just he was so broke that he just there's got there's nothing more homie than spice. he's so, no. so sad and so, so dumb he just got a, a a full fuck a hunk of ham and
1: and
0: so excuse the, me he got what
1: he uh, <laughs> a hunk of ham a whole fuck a hunk of ham a whole fuck a hunk of <laughs> ham <laughs>
0: Fuck hunk of ham?
1: You got a <laughs> fu- fucking hunk of ham, all right? Fucking hunk so, of ham. So there fucking hunk so of ham. So, in the
3: mini refrigerator for like three weeks, there was just a hunk of ham that homie had been just intermittently taking bites straight out of <laughs> and, uh, and vape juice. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> is so tight. That is true homie them oh yeah, Kyle Tanaka yeah this was, i mean, head. I could we could do a whole episode talking about that job and that that office dynamic oh like, yeah holy shit homie homie
1: in the workplace is
3: really tight yeah well my first day of work there uh I was in the other room editing some photos and I heard my bot. There was this bird making a noise outside the window (laughs) and Josh, my boss just uh, opened up the window and he just screamed, shut the fuck up bird.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's sort of a, that's sort of a conception of yourself as having limitless power. (laughs) (laughs) Again, homie science at work.
3: You're just like,
0: listen, my will be done. (laughs) Um, yeah I mean you can do the bird didn't shut up so, <laughs> and
3: he didn't learn that lesson <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bird was a homie in a way in a, in a way your interaction with gravity after Benadryl gravity became an irresistible homie to you yeah it involved you in a homie scheme you could not say no to it involved to, which was me you going to sleep. <laughs>
3: yeah definitely it Enveloped me And involved me
0: That's like when David asked Seb He was like Oh I got such a Fucking headache Do you have any Tylenol And Seb Uh. was like Yeah dude I got some right here (laughs) And it was just Tylenol PM And then you Fucking drove to work (laughs) So
1: and yeah (laughs) And here's the thing Is like my father Had deep skepticism Of like my stability For years I wonder why and I had a doctor. <laughs> I had a doctor's appointment that was very elusive and mysterious, and had my dad super on edge. And what he was picking. What elusive and mysterious? I don't remember. I had a doctor's appointment. I wasn't. I was not feeling well, probably mentally, and ne- needed to go to the doctor. And so my dad is already freaking out. He has to drive forty minutes to come pick me up to the doctor, and I'm. A s- like And I've taken 40 to 60 milligrams of Tylenol PM at 11 a.m. And I get in his car and have to explain this all to him. And he's like almost moved to tears thinking that I've gotten loaded and that I'm, you know, just lying, just just lying. on just like living in insanity and said, fuck me.
0: So were you, he thought you were lying and living in insanity. And it turns out you just weren't lying. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I got dosed.
0: Damn, yeah. When a homie doses you, he's like, you think you're getting the homie hookup? I think I said the phrase homie hookup um, 250 times in 2013.
2: I mean, it is just like, isn't it a natural part of any homies? It's just, you organically come to it, no matter where you're from or where you live. Homies hook each other up. The homie hookup.
0: I'm hitting Dave's vape right now, and that's a homie hookup. That's
1: a homie hookup. Yeah. And that vape, I stole from Jody without asking and then he was like oh you can have it it was a homie hookup, a homie hookup. hookup yeah. one homie hook and another homie up. I used to, to go to Jamba, Jamba
2: Juice when I was 15 and the homies worked there and they would always have the homie hookup and pour Remy into any Jamba Juice that we ordered excuse That's me so
0: tight yeah. wow they had it behind the counter yeah they had it behind the counter and they would smoke oh.
2: the, they'd smoke weed in the ice box or the the fridge the freezer it smoking made weed in the freezer there.
1: is really homied out it was so homied
2: out Yeah, the Jamba Juice hookup at the mall it was the best
1: God,
3: I love Jamba Juice. <laughs> <laughs> do, you love it with, do you love it with Remy? <laughs> wow, I never, I never pulled that. Fire.
1: A homie hookup. So we didn't, we Remy. don't
3: have Jamba Juice in uh, in Cleveland, I don't think. So
1: like, I That's didn't why get Why they call inter- it the Rust Belt? Do you it. have Orange Julius? <laughs> <laughs> what? Orange Julius? That is the Rust Belt. Is Orange Julius? <laughs> so Orange Julius was definitely the homie spot for me coming up, and we would, uh, we'd all meet at the Orange Julius at Alderwood Mall, um, and get North get in. super loaded and drink Orange Julius on the curb.
3: When I was going to the malls, I was, go- I was beelining it straight to Annie Ann's for that cinnamon sugar pretzel. Oh, okay,
1: sure.
0: That's reasonable. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. McKenna, when's the last time you got a homie hookup?
4: Um, probably not that long ago. But, like, nothing comes to mind. I'm like, it? I need to reflect on this for a minute. Yeah, do it. Think the fortune it. of my circumstances. I feel
0: like this that. This is exactly
3: how we yeah. described it. Yeah. I feel like that dinner that we had uh, with Ben and my girlfriend was a homie hookup just from that restaurant. Like, oh, yeah. The food was so good that it was just a homie hookup. Right. <laughs> and
4: the fact works, that true. I, like, I was, I was super hungry, like, hangry, approaching hangry. And yeah, I like wanted to break. leave desperately from that art show we were at, Ugh. and <laughs> um, <laughs> you and you and Ben were being courteous and saying goodbye to people, and I was like, I got it, I, uh, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, we so, got
0: enveloped. I've seen you hangry six or seven times.
4: Yeah, and yet I continue to deny that I am the kind of person who gets hangry. I'm <laughs> like, I have a handle on my emotions at all times. Homie brain.
1: That's homie brain. <laughs> I do the same. <laughs> Precisely. So. Yeah. Finding. Yeah. Finding people at uh, art shows in Seattle that desperately want to leave five minutes after arriving, those are homies.
4: So we had, in my defense, we'd been there for like an hour. We'd mutually, we'd agreed we were going to leave. And then Ben and AB were saying goodbye, got enveloped into something else. I had yeah. already gone outside, we, had to come back in.
3: We we became a victim. We became victims of like a presentation, basically a spontaneous presentation.
1: <laughs> you <were drawn laughs> hey, you guys in. are leaving? Let's hit you with this Prezi real quick.
3: Yeah, yeah. And then McKenna and Kelly came over and y'all were like, okay, we need to, y'all need to make this shit happen <laughs> right
4: now. But we showed up at the restaurant and it's tiny and every table was full, basically. We're like a group of four and it's, seats like maybe 24 people and as we show up the waitress is like oh like you know it looks busy we're like shit this isn't gonna happen and she's like oh that table in the corner a group of four is paying out and they're like paying and standing up so we only had to wait like five minutes Oh, she hooked you up yeah but if if we had arrived when i wanted to leave it would have been like they wouldn't have paid yet and i would have been like this i just can't we have to go we that's have to find an alternative I can't wait 10 to 15 to however many minutes
0: <laughs> that
3: was sort of a homie hookup from the universe yeah. just making it so that all of the timing matched up fortuitously yeah Yeah.
0: that's a that's mm-hmm. a uh, time limits uh, homies oh. have built in time limits you were 12 times over your limit at the <laughs> art show um, there's the concept of should I should I go or should I wait for homies because some homies time limits are, are actually limitless homies will be like yeah, yeah. we're gonna go do a couple things today and then like eight hours th- later they're like oh man we didn't go anywhere today
4: <laughs> you know who is a homie with without any limitations really in any sense at all Eric Milano
0: oh wow I don't really know that dude that
3: well you do though AB right uh, not that well but I, I know Eric he, um, not well enough to know that though
4: yeah, yeah he has like no time frame whatsoever I could see
3: it yeah I could see yeah. he, I could see him being kind of flighty Yes. Yeah.
4: We were at a barbecue yesterday and everyone was starting to like wrap up and leave, but he learned there was a hot tub and we were like, gonna, we were his ride home. And he was like, I'm actually, I'm gonna stay. <laughs> and shit. every other, that's yeah, tight. Every when sees, you other person,
5: get him
1: yeah. yeah,
4: every other person was leaving and he's just like, you know, actually, uh, I'm good. I'll <laughs> um salute you know who I'll just salute find my way home that. later. You
1: know who Stuart's uh, down with that shit. <laughs> Hot salute.
3: Yeah. I think the only person that that doesn't have a time limit in even a greater extent than I do when it comes to tweaking is uh is your boo Ben Shaken. True. He's when he's tweaking when he's got his squirrel zoot going. <laughs> And he's uh and he's fucking hitting the quick commands like fucking like oh, yeah. like in finding Forrester, just banging the fucking keys.
4: Oh yeah. Have you guys uh, seen it's, his it's uh so beautiful he got a new keyboard? No, I haven't seen it yet. It is incredibly loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
3: one of those mechanical like yeah, clack it's clack like- clack yeah, well, he makes a regular keyboard
0: loud.
4: Oh, you should you hear know. him wail on this thing, <laughs> you know. In I fact, I'm not wait. surprised he I needed can't. Wait. a new one, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, I go
0: through about uh, you know, every two months, uh, <laughs> it's, I need be- a new it's one.
3: beautiful, it's it's a sight to, to see. I mean, to, he's, to witness that,
0: he's tweaking when you're just hanging out with
3: him. Oh, yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah,
4: Ben, ben gets zooted on the presence of homies, that's like his yeah. number one mm-hmm. favorite. Consumable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ben, ben is—he uh, zoots me up, fucking something terrible. Oh yeah, <laughs> something terrible. I w- yeah, I, w- I wouldn't
3: have made it through Pylon if I had didn't have the shake and zoot powering me through that oh, experience. God,
0: I want to work on a major project with the shake and zoot. Oh, well, we're gonna make it. <laughs> <tap, we're gonna laughs> <tap, Ben. laughs> Stewart, homie shit at the restaurants. Oh man. Homie shit with the coworkers. Woof,
3: dude! Oh, I feel like Stu has so many um, homie anecdotes from childhood or from teenage years of you and your friends, like yeah, fucking with each other. We've we've done we've gone down the rabbit hole on some of these stories. Yeah, you've you've
0: talked about some <laughs> of these uh, about the somebodies. Um, uh, yeah. What about uh, coworkers? Homie I mean, shit with coworkers? I
3: mean, worked
2: at a, a country club. For a couple of years, and I was we were I was a server and a bartender there.
0: You you told us about the dude who got mad at Christmas or whatever because he didn't get a bunch of money from. Oh,
2: I mean that was that dude was just a classic <laughs> homie. He so the members of the country club give everyone like Christmas cards around for the holidays, and they normally include like thirty bucks, forty bucks, fifty bucks. Uh, and uh, one member gave this guy a card, and he op- he instantly opened it, saw there was no money, didn't read the card
0: or anything, and just tossed it in the
2: trash all in one fluid motion as he was walking to the be- to the kitchen, and it was the best thing ever.
0: What else? Have you ever... um,
2: We used to have a good game where um, this is... I think that sometimes homie shit can border on bro shit, on like broish behavior, but you know, I'll let it ride for net. I'll I'll, I'll give that a pass, but (laughs) every time that anyone was ever... Um, putting anything in the PO, in the POS system, putting an order in the computer, you see your backs turned and you had, like the computer was a little bit far over the counter and uh, you would just, someone would walk up behind you and smack you on the ass so hard. Anytime you were just trying to put an order in the computer, and there was multiple times where we would uh, we we would do the eye lock. <laughs> Two homies would do the eye lock, and we'd come up to the third person at the computer, and then double hand wow. as they're just trying to do their job. So is that is
0: that sexual harassment? <laughs> uh, the answer
4: to that question is yes. Yes,
2: <laughs> I mean we never did. It was all it was a. a a lot of, we never did to women, but I guess that still doesn't not make it sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> but that's homie science would tell us, no, it's not sexual harassment.
3: Yeah, let me do the right calculations well. here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes, uh, <laughs> no.
0: Are spectacular rationalizations a product of homie brain? God uh, damn, they yeah. are. God, yeah. sp-
3: speaking of homie science, I think the first time that I ever heard that term was from you when uh, Tyler Jones, oh. we were walking to Hollow Earth Radio and he was like, you know, I read this study recently about how if you spend time around cats, you immune system improves, or
5: something. <laughs> yeah, so he said that, and he said it, it was it was You're kittens, like, and yeah.
0: he was like, "If you cradle a kitten, the vibrations will help you get over a cold." <laughs> Unbelievable. And you were like, "That kind of sounds like homie science." <laughs> yeah, that was one of those maybe less favorable moments where I was like, extra- so sarcastic. I knew he wouldn't be able to detect it, but I knew you guys would. Yeah,
1: I rely heavily on homie science when it comes to like maintenance of my car, um, and of bo- your body, and all of my car that I've ever had and I've had a lot of cars (laughs) because all my fucking cars have broken down and become absolute nightmares on the side of the road. One of my favorite homie science
2: is telling my girlfriend that cheese doesn't go bad and that that's why people in the middle ages loved it so much.
0: That's infuriating. How does she respond?
2: (laughs) It's infuriating. (laughs) She didn't say anything the first time I said it. And then the third and fourth time, she was like, You're a fucking idiot. Like, that's not true at all. One of my
3: favorite things is when you, uh, like, with your dynamic with Carly, is when you tell a joke for, like, the seventh time and she just gets visibly fucking angry at you. (laughs) (laughs) That's homie science right there. Yeah. Yeah. That number. That's not homie science. (laughs) It's just homie brain. Number seven that really gets her. Yeah.
2: I think about homie brain also is that it just keeps going all the time, and yeah. you get those extreme situations. Like we used to fuck each other, fuck with each other. Used we used to fuck, to fuck each, each other. other. You know, we me used and to my fuck homies. each other and give each other hand jobs, it's and it just and right? it just kept going. It just, just kept going. going. <laughs> we used to fuck with each other at night, and uh, it climax only at night, and it <laughs> climaxed. It <laughs> climax to the point where I had Bust. a friend of mine sprayed me with Axe, and I woke up and then turned around, pinned him down, opened his eyelid and sprayed him directly <gasps> in the eye with the ax. <laughs> <laughs> is he
4: that's blind dead. now?
2: No, 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 he's fine.
4: Okay. Now,
0: speaking of homies, I really used to be on that shit where I would, um, uh, I would wear basketball shorts instead of boxers. And, and <laughs> that ass- is that's hilarious. homies, oh, yeah, so, so, so So my freshman it's year of college, I, I was doing that. I was axing up something fierce. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I had a giant Paul Wall poster. On my wall, right That's above my so bed. Tired. You were
3: just a, <laughs> a literal walking cloud of axe. And, yeah, I, cl- uh, I axed Adina up so shorts. Oh.
0: Yeah, and I remember I was um, I was hooking up with this girl for a while who um, uh, she used to say things like, "Oh God, I miss that." Reminds me of home so much. Just the smell of axe and weed. <laughs> <laughs> I love hanging out with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's bleak. She was a townie.
3: <laughs> that is bleak. I mean,
0: I'm pretty sure that's where I peaked, but we can, you know, it's debatable, right? And in the court of homie opinion, I would would rule in my favor on that one, but
3: yeah, we <clears throat> I mean, can't go the back. Co- so. The court of homie opinion, uh, an extremely fucking uh, discombobulated judicial process, Dismiss- <laughs>
0: dismissing every single speeding ticket and parking ticket. Oh god, damn. fuck yeah, booted up.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah I got booted the other getting, day. Getting booted up. Yeah, you a, just
2: like uh, let tickets accumulate. You're like they're never gonna find me
4: <laughs> <laughs> i presently have six unpaid parking tickets no, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna get, yeah,
2: you're gonna get booted you're a homie. Four is the limit yeah you're a homie you i a
4: tried homie.
1: i tried to homie my way out of the irs it didn't work don't do that listeners oh don't do god. that Doug, okay, you're, you're, you're gonna, gonna do it again you want to hear a really good homie science
2: is that i got four i got three tickets three
0: expired
2: um, expire tag tickets in a row oh my god yeah, and well, Woo! I've done that twice, by the way, because oh I got it when God. I first moved to Seattle, and I got it a second time you this did it. You did a double three? Yeah. So <laughs> Triple but, double. <laughs> so, the first time I
0: got... I walked around and got a triple double. Yeah.
2: The first time I did it, I got... Um, I went to the court, and I was like, I want to dispute this ticket, and they'll do, like, mediation, so you only have to pay 20 of the $60. dollars I'm like, no, I'm going to take it all the way to court and try to get it dismissed. So I show up for a court date. Uh-oh. I go in. I sit down on the bench, and they're like, okay, give your case while you don't deserve it. And I literally explained that I got three in a row in succession, and that seems kind of excessive. I know that I didn't have my, t- my tags paid, but it seems a little excessive that you guys gave me three in a row. I know I didn't pay it. And I just said this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? Are you hearing me, though? <laughs> are, you, are you hearing me? And literally, jury, jury, are you hearing me? The judge <laughs> simply repeated back what I said, and he's like, so you mean to say that you don't deserve a ticket because you didn't, you didn't pay your tabs and then you got three in a row. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, full payment. Get the fuck out of my
0: office. <laughs> you with a yeah. full payment. Well, that's, yeah, that that's also see, the you, thing. See,
1: oh, go ahead. Oh Well, I just like, whenever I try and homie my way out of some like actually serious or logistical thing, like the consequences always come with someone just being like, the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Giving so you that look like, are you serious? Wait, wait. And
0: when you get the consequences, are you surprised?
1: I'm completely taken aback. Because <laughs> it's just like... It's just like, yo, I I didn't do anything wrong here. You want to hear something actually? Like, that, I was just sleeping on the job. This is, uh,
2: like, this crystallizes how my brain to me is when I was in eighth grade, and I went to the office, to the principal's office, or, like, just, like, the admin office, and I was like, I needed copies of something. And I tried to tell, the, and I told this woman, I was like, hey, uh, can I use the copy machine? And it was kind of like, it was not chill necessarily for people to do that, and I was like, it's just a couple of copies. And it was like... A hundred copies, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do? And so I press, like, I copy it, and then I press the amount, and she looks over, and she, like, looks at me, square in the eyes, and she's like, you know that a couple just means two, right? And that memory has been in my brain since I was in eighth grade. Like, I think about that all the time as, like, just, like, perfect, like... Just the couple, you know. The,
3: the, 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 yeah, the uh, the that that is that exemplifies homie brain because homie brain doesn't understand the difference between swindling two and swindling one hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, all it's the same. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> like, you, yeah, you're taken aback. You're just like, what's a the difference? And then, yeah, then you're then aghast, you're flabbergasted. And yeah.
3: speaking of, you, of you're homie brain, you wonder I gotta why go. who you're gr- <laughs> who you're grifting is surprised. I love Stuart you all. had you a you miscalculation of time
1: right, and as a result of homie brain and glitched and has to leave. But we love you.
0: We love you so much. As he puts on the clip-on
1: shades with the, the gold house. chain <laughs> with the fucking
0: Hawaiian shirt, he's a <laughs> oh, god. <baby>. Wow. wow. <laughs> all right, Shreffit, he's all the way out. He's out. All right, hold up. How into it no are you? I'm into that. All right, uh, so um, I've got after-service threesome pitch on oh the oh list god. here. <laughs> 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 so let us know about that. Well, Who is it pitched at? Uh <sighs> Uh-oh.
4: So well I work I it's in Madrona, so like just three really smarmy wealthy people. <laughs> of what age? Uh middle aged, like maybe late thirties, early forties. I was picturing twenty something. No. Woof. No. Weef. So <laughs> there's two, there's a couple and then like their friend, they're all plastered. They've been like making everyone else in the restaurant uncomfortable the whole night. People keep like shrieking they've moved tables three times to like be less out in the open. Jesus. People and are shrieking
0: in response or
4: No, like they're the the woman keeps shrieking over something. Just like the
3: audience at a horror film is just everybody else <laughs> in the restaurant.
4: <laughs> no, but at one point like she like something was said or like somebody yelled and every single other person in the restaurant turned around to look at that threesome, Ugh. I suppose. So insufferable. Yeah. And so I'm having to wait on them. It's like deeply uncomfortable. And it's getting later and later and later. And finally, they're like our last table. And it becomes clear because they're sh- basically shouting. And there's nobody else left in the entire fucking restaurant. Mm. So you can like hear what's happening. They're basically like the two men are trying to proposition this <laughs> this uh, this woman that's with them for a threesome. They're like, we should just go back to our place Open some bottles, see what happens, <laughs> and we should just uh, see
3: what happens. It'll be absolutely See delightful. What happens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's so brittle. Yeah. do you think that they were wicker men? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> what was the gender? What? It was a man and it was a two men, or? two men and one woman. Uh. <laughs> Let's see what happens. What's the implication? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hey, look, I'm making a specific... I'm pitching a specific idea couched in extremely vague, uh, noncommittal, irresponsible, no... uh, uh, Anyway.
4: It was, yeah. And I mean, the best part of it all was that this was after service ended, like, the restaurant. We were trying to close. We were trying to get the hell out of there, and they're just like, they can't leave because they don't know if they're going to go have a threesome or not.
3: Yeah, so they they were being like... uh Salacious and sort of coercive. Yeah. uh, On like a, on a. Deeply inappropriate level, but they were also just being in a really banal way disrespectful to the to the restaurant staff. Yeah,
4: just generally like that's a we're whammy. two men who don't give a shit about any other part of our environment, including the woman that one of us dating.
3: That's the uh, that's the and dark also side all of the shit. women
4: working in this restaurant. Yeah,
3: that's the dark right. side of homie shit where you're just you're so enmeshed and consumed by your own homie needs and desires that uh, you're completely oblivious to. How how you affect the environment around you.
0: It's like when you want a toy at uh, pre-K, and so you just hit another kid to get yeah, the toy. Yeah, you
3: just, you just bite their arm.
0: <laughs> God, this kid in pre-K Here wanted a toy. <laughs> and
1: he did the craziest maneuver. It was so insane to be assaulted this way. He had really long, fucked-up fingernails.
4: Yikes. and He dug them
1: into <gasps> my cheeks and pulled down. Ah. And my
4: mom picked
1: me up, and I had scratches that were bleeding down both sides of my face. I was crying. It was really brutal. I actually brittle. have a
3: story that's similar to that. We had this. I had this classmate in uh, third grade. His name is Patrick Bellinson. I'm naming names. He uh, he was really. Really fucking crazy, like um, just the kid in your class who's like always terrorizing teachers and giving them a hard time, and like really like (laughs) unhealthily courageous uh, in a bad way,
0: (laughs) torturing cats. And
3: uh, and yeah, and one so one time, um, I like we 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 were being playful or whatever, and uh, I like shoved him, and he had like a sharpened pencil in his hand. I don't think I realized (gasps) it, and the pencil like the pencil like punctured the skin right next to his oh. eye, oh. and it was like stuck in there, and uh, and <laughs> at first I think he was shooken up, because he was like, oh my god, I got a pencil in my eye, but because he, had to like maintain this sort of um, this sort of pre- pretense of being like the insane class clown, like crazy kid. He uh, he just started fucking with people. I had to walk him to the nurse's office, and he was just like screaming at kindergarten kindergartners sitting out in the hall, like I got a fucking pencil in my eye. And these kids were just like, Oh my god, that's uh, extremely
0: oh, psychotic, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's so fucking insane. And you stabbed him. Well, I shoved him, and then it
3: like the pencil like hit a, a wall behind him, God. and then like and then it went into his eye. <laughs> but yeah, there were just kids in the hall sitting there like in between classes, and he's just like, "I
0: got a fucking pencil in my eye." <laughs> okay, well, those were two great stories, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finishing up though, so how did um, did they pull it off?
4: I, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, before I'm sorry, <laughs> this. the threesome, the bottle threesome, house, bottle menage nage trois. Oh, I don't know. I I. I tried to extricate myself from the situation. Smart minute. How did
0: you hustle them out?
4: Um. Yeah, honestly, I just couldn't tell you. I, <laughs> I wanted it to be over so badly that I just, I can't even. They did leave eventually. I think my strategy was like, I dropped the check. They had paid out. They were just like lingering. So I did the thing where I like cleared everything from their table and then gradually turned the lights on oh, in yeah. the area they were sitting in. Oh, yeah. And then, like, started sweeping loudly in every other part of the restaurant. Did
0: you do a, so, split three ways? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, so how do you want to take care of this?
4: I don't think I did that, no. Uh, Yeah, that's... uh, I think I just, I dropped the check, like, wordlessly and, like, was noisily taking things from their table. Just being like, I'm here, please, like, please acknowledge that another human is present and, like edit yourselves
0: did you feel uh, like um was there brutality in some ways uh overwhelming enough to somewhat be disarming like disorienting
4: oh yeah and i mean the the weird thing i mean you know you see a lot of shit as a server you become a little desensitized to it but the fact that like they were so egregious and like out of pocket that other people in the restaurant were noticing like other customers were like what the fuck is going on over there that was the most unsettling part of it was that like it wasn't just me that they were freaking out. It was like other people that shouldn't have even noticed because they were also busy just like being people at a Got restaurant. It.
3: Yeah. People out in public who don't have good pitch control and just like project way louder than they should is like probably one of my biggest fucking pet peeves.
0: It's a somebody move. Yeah.
3: Like when David would just walk out of the house at 11 o'clock at night and just fucking scream, scream into the neighborhood. Yeah. You love that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, you did it like 95 times.
3: Yeah. I feel like that's a conservative estimate.
0: <laughs> abstaining from the mic, David <laughs> Nielsen. <laughs> David, uh, <laughs> D- David
3: abstaining for once in his life.
0: I, um, I got to tell you, this reminds me of a... Um, the fact that you don't remember how it ended reminds me of one of the most incredible homie stories I ever heard, which was that I smoked weed with my friend and my friend's dad. Um, and my friend's dad had not smoked for a really long time, but he came up in uh, San Francisco in the 60s and 70s as a um, jazz pianist. Um, and he had a... So he had it. He had the homie experience, right? Um, and I listened to one of his songs once, and it was so fucking jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> so tight. It was like a fucking... Uh, Is it like loungy? It was like a double zoot Fraser theme song type of deal. Wow. <laughs> um, and uh, so here's the story he told. He was just, So first of all, we're hitting this fucking four-foot bong that I had bought, me and, me and a friend had bought. Um, and uh, he um, hit it, and he was like, oh, yeah. I remember this. Um, <laughs> and then he told us this, this story about how he used to, um, well, he told us a bunch of stories, but then he was like, yeah, so there was this one time where it was a reception after my friend's wedding. We were all at his house. Um, you know, there's probably like 50, 60 people there, you know, all different generations, you know, very in, you know intimate family vibe, friends and fam, homies only vibe, <laughs> just homies. Uh, and um, I brought a giant glass jar of weed and we it probably like a um, like at least an ounce of weed. And he was like, we were. Um, so I took the jar. I had a bunch of uh, plastic baggies, so I took the jar into the bathroom, and I was breaking down the weed in the jar uh, into baggies to you know, give to people or sell to people.
3: Just party favors. Yeah,
0: he's doing party favors in the bathroom, but, and it turned out it was the one bathroom. And as he's doing it, he just drops the jar, and the jar shatters everywhere, and there's just weed everywhere. <laughs> and so he's trying to clean it up, and he can't get it cleaned up. And um, uh, people are knocking on the door and there's like a big line of people waiting to use the bathroom and knocking on the door. There's just, he's just like, I, can't, I couldn't clean it up. I couldn't figure it out. It was too high. And then um, I was like, Jesus, so how did you, what ended up happening? And he was just like, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I like, how did you get out of the situation? He's like, I, I can't remember. And he had a huge grin on his face.
3: Oh, man. <laughs> it's it awesome. Big, cleaning up a big just sprawl of weed on the ground is a real uh, a difficult maneuver, especially when you're like paranoid and you get, you're in a p- high pressure situation <laughs> like that. Like one time, a uh, a dude. This is bleak as fuck. I was at my friend's house and uh and this we were smoking and we had a, like a big jar of weed on the couch and uh and this dude that we were with who was just like uh the kind of sketchy ex military boyfriend of one of the girls we were hanging out with.
0: Oh yeah, was he dry? Um,
3: he was dry as hell and uh, he dry, dry. He was brutal as fuck. Anyways, he started just spont. He just started ODing. And seizing on the ground, what? <laughs> wow! So he 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 flops off the chair out of nowhere. Flops just, off. He flops off. <laughs> <laughs> fucking flops and off. And he's se- he's seizing, but in, in the process of flopping <laughs> off, <laughs> he <laughs> knocked the jar of weed onto the ground, and so we're like calling. I'm calling the EMT, and uh, and my homie Ryan is like is like frantically trying to pick up all the weed. And I'm like, we gotta help this guy. (laughs) What do you do when somebody's seizing? And he's like, No, I'm getting the weed. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get the buds. (laughs) Oh man. Oh man. Uh, Yeah. So definitely, uh, (laughs) you really find out where your priorities lie in a high pressure situation like that. Um, The guy was fine. Okay, he was fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Don't. He was fine. Don't worry. All right, so we got a couple homie directions to go. I think all of these are pretty fruitful, actually. Um, shortly, I want to just just address healing crystals because that is just a goddamn homie festival. And people carry crystals around. They give you a crystal and they inform you like the healing properties of the crystal. Yeah, I've been oh, I've yeah. been
1: given uh, several crystals with specific instructions on what to do with those crystals.
0: Shove it up your ass, just.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's always been like a really um, in the departure from those relationships, um, not necessarily just intimate, but like for some reason, all the people that give me crystals have also been the, like some of the sketchiest and most hurtful people in my oh life. My God. So that's kind of a weird, interesting correlation. But um, you
3: ever shove a crystal up your dick hole?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: McKenna's not in the room right now, so we're getting away with murder. <laughs>
1: I, you're so brutal and dark and just—I mean, a I'm wasteland it was of a, a human. It's just a simple question. <laughs> it's an endless, vast wasteland.
0: Christ bro? You a crystal,
1: bro? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I don't know. The the crystal thing has always been a really like—it's been something that I'm just like, what are you talking about when I've been given crystals? See, that's funny
3: because like, I, I definitely, I definitely don't lend too much credence to sort of those types of superstitions or uh, mysticisms, but uh, like Buddy, one time I went and hung out with Buddy at well, his jewelry Buddy's an shop. exception,
0: right? He's well, like... But he's
3: a homie and that's part of his... He's a
0: severe homie. That's
3: part of, that's one homie quality that he has and when he breaks it down, it's tight. It's like, yeah, but yeah, it's exactly. more meaningful.
0: He can break it yeah. down, right? He like, can break it down. he's on such a high level that it's it, it's well that takes you in that, i mean
1: <laughs> yeah, but that, i know but that, I, that's the kind of emptiness to like a lot of those kind of uh niche things is that like here's this thing that's all powerful with no real th- explanation of like what well what are you talking about like what does this actually mean i don't I, like i i fully don't there's things that i totally get on board with but like the crystals i'm just like
3: what maybe, maybe what you need to uh, forfeit your sort of like hyper western logical dualistic view you may world. not have a,
0: yeah you may not have a about uh, enough, crystals no just about you don't life. have enough of a holistic uh, approach to health and wellness and mindfulness and well being <laughs> Where's your salt lamp? That's what I'm asking you right now. Where it's is unplugged it? in my room. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> it you, doesn't get. Maybe plugged you wouldn't in. <laughs>
3: be such a psychopath if you had a salt lamp.
0: I mean, what is really going on here? Maybe you should. But maybe you
3: there? should consume and purchase your way out of
1: this. Yeah, uh, I you mean, as like, I get older, I think like one aspect of getting older that I actually have enjoyed is just like believing in far less and asking the question, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh yeah more often just like no (laughs) objective stamp of no this does not make any sense you (laughs) psychopath i think like
3: maybe the most clear example of like maturing and getting older is like the uh the (laughs) just capitulating to the fact that you don't know shit well i I, it's uh, become clear and clear why
1: like i see that my dad is like doesn't believe in anything he's a beliefless human
3: or
0: has or carries beliefs that are just primarily self serving and contingent at the moment. And yeah, they're brutalist. He fuck. believes in traditional hierarchies and power structures. Well, yeah, uh, okay,
1: yeah, all that is brutal. But like, just like things in general, like I'm like, you know, I'm like, ah, I'm trying to stay off sodium, and he's like, yeah, that's a crock of shit. You know? <laughs> or like anything, you know, like. Well,
3: when it comes to health and
1: wellness, I feel like I'm there's... wearing these kind of shoes because my back. Yeah. And he's like bullshit
0: i mean he wears crocs he's also deeply invested in like great deals on halibut at costco and deeply
1: invested he's also 20 plus 27 plus years into the one pair of new balances he's ever owned so he's like a very like he's got his things and everyone else can go fuck
0: themselves for sure
3: uh yeah did did any of the portland or olympia homies ever recommend that you uh, like give you a crystal when you're all going through that cold.
0: All of them. Holy shit. Yeah. No, they're all crystal. They're crystal to the absolute max. I mean, they're zoned oh, yeah. out. I mean, everything that we're discussing about our own lives can does not hold a candle to like a single day in one of those homies' lives. Uh, and it's it's. Beautiful and it's somewhat disturbing and maddening. I got, I, yeah,
3: I got a uh, just a glimpse into that world via Zonercon. Oh yes. Oh my God. That's
0: every day. Zonercon is like plus plus fifteen percent of every single uh, on Jesus. top of a day.
1: One of my favorite Olympia moments it. was um, I was going down to visit a friend from high school that was like just kind of like a normal high school. Like he played basketball and was just like a sweet kid. And we had caught wind that he had gone to Evergreen and was like, and, and then like just uh, we didn't hear from him a couple years. And we went to his house. And he lived with someone named Coyote something.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And they had no lights in the fi- there was you would see the light fixtures and there was no light bulbs in them. There's no furniture. It was just towels and blankets and like sofa like used sofa pillows. Not even the sofas laid everywhere. And we went, went into his room and like pulled back his sheet and it was like he hadn't seen a light in months or something. He was like, ah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he like took a hit of something and like just so casually was like. I was like, we asked, like, can we go for a walk? And he was like, no, I'm going to be incapable of doing that shortly. And we were like, what does that mean? And he just was like, I just hit, like, I hit some DMT. So you guys um, can do whatever you want. But, and then he just proceeded to sit in his room. We drove an hour and a half to hang out with him. And twenty minutes in, he was like, "Yeah, I'm. I've rendered myself useless. <laughs> I'm going that's to a, a different. Hom- I'm going to a different reality now.
0: That's a. That's a homie. Yeah, that's a uh, rendering
1: yourself Olympia. useless.
0: Catastrophic homie move. I think." Um, yeah, Natasha keeps crystals in her pocket when when she performs. I was like, Natasha, are you in, are you into crystals? And she was like, Oh yeah, show me one. <laughs> you
4: know, you they now um, they sell water bottles at Nordstrom that have crystals in them.
1: That's scrump. Oh my yeah, God. so you can
4: drink like seventy dollar water bottle crystal infused water. That is scrump. I when I discovered that, it made it ruined my day. And I keep bringing it up, and it's been, like, months since I found that out now. I mean, it's on record, <laughs> I'm, ups- right? I'm upset. Got <laughs> What's it.
0: the uh, properties of the crystals that enhance the water, if any?
4: Right. I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask. I just know it's a thing that exists. I didn't dig much deeper. I saw there were crystal water bottles with, like, rose quartz and shit, and they're, like, $70. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah.
3: God damn it.
0: (laughs) Well, when you got a bunch of disposable income, you might as well just get, you know, like, I could get any water bottle. Why don't I get the best water bottle? Uh, The Olympia homies had a homie named Gold. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And she dressed in, like, all reflective gold hats and gold jackets. Was her name
3: actually Gold and she just embraced it? She's
0: one of those people where you ask her her real name and she says Gold.
1: Yeah, she's forgotten her prior life.
0: Her entire deal was she trimmed trims weed, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, she's one of those people that says things like, um, uh, uh, I'm very grateful It's for the um, the plant. It's given me so much in my life. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Shouts out gold. Yeah, moving on. Um, there, we got a lot of Dave-centric things to talk about. That bums uh, me out. So Dave needs some um, toothpaste for me. I'll be giving him toothpaste later on <laughs> after this recording because you washed your... With baking soda and water this morning. Yes. And did it get the job done? No.
3: That's actually technically uh, if you follow, like, leave no trace practices when you go like backpacking in the woods I prefer shit,
1: to leave you major trace <laughs> <laughs>
3: everywhere Dave, I Dave, go in my Dave life. Dave is a ba- deep impact yeah. type of trace le-
0: <laughs> leaver. Leave a deep trace. <laughs> <laughs> I am Dave. Leave a
3: glacial Feel scrape my trace. in the ground type I mean, of trace.
0: I have several um, irrevocable traces on my spiritual and mental landscape because of you, Dave, and I'm tremendously grateful.
3: Dave Dave comes in Are into you grateful like lives, gold like is grateful for the no,
0: more more grateful than <laughs> that's that. that's tight Ice Age.
3: Yeah, Dave comes into people's lives like the Ice Age.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dave Dave carves a giant canal through your life the way a glacier that's moved over millions of years carves through a mountainside. <laughs>
3: yeah, except he does it in in the snap of a finger and the flail of a limb. <laughs> yeah,
0: in <laughs> the sip of a cup, he's there.
3: Thank you. Um, You're welcome. No, that is a compliment. I'm glad that you've. That you took it that way. All right, Dave. Ship l- it.
0: Tell us about when you met Steve, Steve and Tyler. Oh God.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, Stuart also is on the list of me and Stephen Tyler. Um, Stephen Tyler, I was in Maui, um, and I was going to uh, a function of sorts, uh, like not anything that would. Not like uh, that probably makes it sound like I was going to a function of sorts where '70s rock stars hung out. I know it was just like a casual thing that was on the beach. And this dude, in this dude in like an all black,
3: where Steven Tyler,
1: silk, silk, yeah. Ooh, yeah, head to toe silk, uh, with like dragon scale fucking decals or something on the legs and arms of this outfit. Walks up with these huge sunglasses, and I looked at him and I was like, holy shit. This guy is unbelievable. <laughs> he sits down right next to me, three, four, five inches away from me. And the first thing I noticed was that he had matching decals on his toes. And so if you're listening to this, I would, just so you understand, I would look up Steven Tyler's feet on Inst- on uh, Google and it makes it on an even better story. Celebrity but anyways, his toes... Um, his his toenails had the same uh, matching decals as his outfit. Um, he sat down next to me and he took his sunglasses off and I immediately recognized as Steven Tyler. And the way that he introduced himself to the setting was, Hi, I'm Steven Tyler. I just got back from the Nobel Peace Prize singing a song I wrote 40 years ago, so there's that. Um, and that was like i mean that was breathtaking
0: <laughs> simply it was a, breathtaking it was
1: simply breathtaking to experience on the beach uh in kihei as the sun was setting
0: where where would you rate his flow like what type of flow rating would you have given he has
1: infinite flow
0: yeah that's a, yeah yeah numbers don't do it justice. he has a,
1: a gaping face crater of a mouth and infinite <laughs> flow <laughs>
0: So he would be suitable to be the center of a galaxy. He looks, he, like a a he looks like a character. He looks like a
1: character on a magic card. It's his, insane. His mouth is <laughs> 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 Steven Tyler, the diabolical cr- crater.
0: Oh yeah,
3: <laughs> his mouth is a black hole. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, beautiful. All right, uh, Dave and Alexis, what's going on with that? <laughs> because I actually don't know this story, so you got to tell me about it No, there wasn't a story. It
1: was, like, me trying to humanize... I don't know what I was. Really zooted we were watching the movie, and I was, like, I was not understanding the role of child's caretaker with the dad lover thing, and I, like, just lightly brought up like oh could you imagine if this dynamic existed between me and Alexis because I nanny her son and everyone was appalled by that sentiment I mean I, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying it like that was Alexis I love you if you'll listen to this which I'm sure you will at some point uh that wasn't my angle not angling, um, but just thought I was trying to like put it into context of He's, like real life and not a movie really and I was raising like raising
0: your voice well I mean fuck <laughs>
1: Um, the
3: higher your
0: voice is raised the more convincing no, i am so the, hey,
3: the more you describe the situation the more the more i believe you
0: yeah, Lex, the not getting deeper you're lex, filling it in
1: lex i love you Um uh, but yeah i was just trying to I think i love you lex <laughs> i was just trying to think about like and then it like it really came full circle of like man that's a disturbing dynamic for sure but like the the child that's involved which we have talked about right, earlier exactly, yeah, yeah. uh in an earlier episode or whatever, um, is really fucked that like, and I think you used the word exploitative. Uh, For sure. Yeah. Um, destructive, yeah. Destructive and really manipulative and negligent. and So don't do it. Dark. Uh, I have no plans to never have feel really, you uh, don't have children, feel very good about my dynamic there in that family. So, Moving on in the
0: list. Yeah, clean slate. You got a clean slate. Um, all right. Uh, I got a note quickly to address homie shit. Uh, homie weddings. Uh, there's all sorts of different ways to do like a wedding that's really homied out.
3: I wonder if I should get specific with this. I was invited to a wedding Yeesh. where the person that who invited me was was marrying a Harvard lad. Actually. Ooh, a
0: Harvard lad. And, and Harvey. Oh, like a Yale Harvey.
3: This is, this is a generational Harvard lad. Like Fuck yeah. uh, oh. the dad went to Harvard. Is it junior? Or to harvard third. who the fuck knows dude he was five seven he was from boston was he was <laughs> he
0: uh, was a was he a? um a windsor uh huntington uh cornelius he was Winnipeg. A, he, he was a duke <laughs> he, was, Winnipeg. <laughs> he was
3: a duke henry
1: watton the third
0: yes dude
1: uh, are you serious what Duke Watcom Henry the Third? You've never read Picture Watcom of Dorian Gray? <laughs> oh, dude,
0: what? What? Yeah. Watson, <laughs> not Watcom County, dude. <laughs>
1: I fuck with Watcom County. Um, what, what,
0: what, what about a um, What about a George um, uh, Dellington Cornelius? Yeah <laughs> I'm done
3: what about a a Winifred get on with the story Winifred Bertrand (laughs) you guys are really not making
4: Byron is like the most classic but we need need three Byron 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 (laughs) Byron Byron Byron
1: Byron Byron Donahue Byron Byron Byron, (laughs) Donahue something (laughs) anyway so the story
4: (laughs) (laughs) but I digress yes
3: Uh, so so (laughs) my brothers were also invited to this wedding and it took place. The photos were unreal. Of all, oh, this with the cake? At no, no. That's a when you wedding? stole was, the cake, homie shit. No, that was uh, my my brother's high school graduation. Oh <laughs> yeah, but um yeah. My, my, so I have three younger brothers. They're all fucking. Supreme homies, like uh, really out of control, actually. And um, so we went to the wedding was at the Harvard Club in Boston. And so you walk into this place, and it's like there's like the custom wood carvings. There's the oil paintings of former, um, you know, presidents of the Harvard Club everywhere. There's like pictures of JFK on the wall. There's like, uh, you know, there's there's murals of like proxy wars that we've been involved with in our imperial, f- uh, you know, as a result of our vast imperial historical apparatus. Uh, yeah, hom- homies who have definitely just been like, well, should we unseat the uh, the uh, president of Guatemala or shouldn't we? Um, it's <laughs> like that is the uh, the immediate visceral flavor of the f- of the place. And uh, I don't uh, drink anymore because I'm an alcoholic. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, it's uh, are we bleeping that out or what's up? <laughs> but uh, but my bro- my brothers at weddings, especially, really do drink, and uh, and Corey B. Corey B got super fucking hammered on <laughs> both on like the greasy food that they had that they Getting were hammered on
0: food. He would,
3: he gets hammered on food and on drinks and it really, uh, <laughs> he's <corpulent>. yeah, that's
4: <laughs> he's, pretty much how I live my life yeah. as well.
3: He's a, yeah, he's a, um, he's a sensual individual. He's a man of the the senses ballstaffian figure uh, yeah yeah he uh, some might say hedonistic and um, wow. <laughs>
5: <laughs> wow and
3: he's also he's also extremely gregarious like uh, ch- uh, charming guy and uh, one of the much older bridesmaids at this wedding seduced him and uh, <laughs> Just
0: flat out seduced flat him. out
3: seduced him and uh, and they they got into some stuff in the Uh, one of the gilded upper floor rooms of the Harvard club uh, right on the floor next to a grand piano. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. My life is
0: going to be beautiful. (laughs) She's telling me that we'll be wed.
3: (laughs) So, so yeah, with, with murals of the Revolutionary War on the walls... Declined. It was one of the weirdest weekends <laughs> of my life. But the that decline is of Western that's how you deal with a really dry wedding is you bring the wet homie shit into the mix.
0: I remember yeah. when I when I was getting loaded, make, making myself a somebody in those types of situations was definitely. Damn, Corey B., huh? On the record.
3: <laughs> uh, it's on the record. I'm sorry, Corey.
0: I mean, you know. He's not he doesn't really that care. Sorry. He doesn't care. Corey will
1: listen and be like, that's tight.
0: <laughs> What's the worst wedding conduct you've ever seen? Have you ever seen somebody wear a white dress to a wedding and cause a stir? That obviously was not the bread. Thank you for a caveat. getting married. Everyone's shocked.
4: There was one. There was a wedding I worked at. I don't. I was like 21, so I don't remember it super clearly, but like the bride was unhappy with something that one of the guests had chosen to wear. It might have been a white dress now that I'm thinking of it. And like she kept the bar was like far enough removed from um, the like dining area that like that's where they were retreating to to talk shit. So the bride came over with like every other bridesmaid and was like, did you fucking see what she's wearing? Like, can you believe that shit? She like went off and Uh, cried at one point. But I don't remember actually like seeing the, I don't remember seeing the person. I just Uh remember all the conversation around it. And like the bride was like pissed. She was real distraught oof but yeah that's, it's it's bad it's a it's poor form to wear white to a wedding like what,
3: it's kind of what like when the reaction to an inciting moment becomes more of a distraction than the inciting instance itself well at a <laughs>
0: wedding you know yeah. it's just about as charged up as you can be right <laughs> yeah, when it's yeah. your wedding you're basically com- you're uh, you've touched the third rail on the subway <laughs> <and> you, for <laughs> hours and hours. Um, all right. Uh, last thing on my list is another for Dave. So how does it feel when people let you know that uh, it's they've really been happy seeing you?
1: <laughs>
0: and they check in himself. on you via texting your friends?
1: Uh, I feel creeped out. It's... Do
3: you it's like the tense deal. of that phrasing? What is that? The
0: I've really the been happy seeing you. <laughs> I have been happy. Seeing I mean, it's you, just like
1: one of those then. things where I just, I got nothing for it. You know what I mean? I just, I'm just, that's a bummer, man. That bums me
3: out. How does that relate to homie brain, do you think, Dave? You
0: think it's catching up with you a little bit?
1: My own homie brain? I think it caught up with me a long time ago.
0: <laughs> or maybe just homie brain in the, in the abstract as it operates on a spiritual level coursing through the texture of our lives. Do you think it's... From from inside, from within and without?
1: I think a skill of being a homie is just simply, like, letting things bounce right off of you. And just, like, it's almost like that scene in, Dave Ch- the, in the Chappelle show when he is, like, walking through the bar and he just puts the hand on the face and just keeps walking. I would never do that, but it's like, I will let insanity hit me. And instead of engaging with it, I think the homie thing to do is just to look at someone and say, yeah, that's really weird, man. Make them feel
3: that's, weird I and I feel like that's the off. opposite of what a homie does when insanity approaches them.
0: <laughs> you can get in the swirl if you want, right? Yeah, do I've, the swirl. I have
1: really hopped in the swirl in my life. Do, do I'm do pretty you... exhausted <laughs> on, on those
0: I'm all tuckered <laughs> out from <laughs> life in the swirl. I'm really, really do, do, tired of
1: Dave, hopping in the swirl. Dave's life is the
3: maelstrom, and it is the spectacle. I
1: have a really hard time yeah. not... Uh, when I'm in the swirl jumping out with my legs still in the swirl spinning and grabbing someone close to me near and dear that provides nothing but love and care and then br- pulling them in headfirst into the swirl and just like ruining days, weeks, months of their lives. Yeah, you know? for
0: sure. There's a uh, scene in uh, Arthur Gordon Pym by uh, Edgar Allan Poe where the boat gets sucked into an unbelievably gigantic whirlpool and no, goes that's, closer. No, that's
3: the maelstrom.
0: Right, Yeah. Oh
3: the, the oh the story is called the Maelstrom. I don't know if you're referring to like a no collection, no 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 collection. It's,
0: no, it's got a different name. the The story is Arthur Gordon Pym. It's like the, uh, the narrative or account of Arthur Gordon Pym. Uh, oh oh. And yeah, is that I where you heard. take people on that boat? Are you the captain of that ship? I have yeah. That's no. so funny. I was just thinking about
1: that. I've docked <laughs> that ship. That sh- I I docked the ship and I've I've walked off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've come home. Uh, but the ship's still at port, waiting for you.
1: There's people on the ship waiting.
0: Ooh.
1: But I will not return to the ship.
0: So what you would say is you've got a first mate out there somewhere?
1: I hate you.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I feel like Dave uses a lot of very uh, visually descriptive language involving uh, walking off the plank of ships.
0: Oh, yeah. He walks off the plank all the fucking time, dude. Yeah. You're jumping off the plank constantly. The,
1: yeah. The image that's been resonating with me again lately, and I maybe it's just because my level of exhaustion is driving a Buick into the sun. <laughs> off um, a wooden plank off of a wooden <laughs> plank yeah driving a buick is up into the sky on a wooden plank It just kablammo how um
3: how wide gated is that buick
1: the buick is is widely gated but <laughs> <laughs> the the plank is also just really like like the old rickety wood uh uh roller coaster at uh the Enchanted Village, it's like that, just old mm-hmm. and wooden, and I'm, I'm soaring in a widely gated Buick into you know, the sun, into oblivion.
0: You know, me and Seb rode that roller coaster over and over again for an hour and a half two summers ago just the two of us. We that sounds great. Up. Yeah, we, we were, were catching, catching up. up. We actually were catching up emotionally about where we were in life. That's tight. So Damn. how much gas? Was l-
4: it significant that you were riding a roller coaster or? Yeah, I mean, that's the only Was that, the, that was a choice? When,
3: uh, you, when you do a true check-in, you have to, like the context has to be symbolic of right. what's going on. I
4: understand. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've had several extended hangouts that were extremely fruitful and uh, improved the relationship with my homie, but we were also like low-key manic and kind of acting kind of in I say. feel
3: like uh, when you, Seb, and I did oh, the, yeah. the, wa- the WAF That's exactly hunt. the same type of thing. Yeah. Except it
0: was lower key when we went to a channel Village because we were just like, we weren't so fresh. Yeah. Um, fresh off. Um, for sure. Well, how much gas is in the Buick right before you hit the sun?
1: The ga- the Buick's always on fumes. Yeah, you're on E. You're <laughs> yeah. on E with a flashing... The, the red e light, light is always on in the Buick. It's the preferred spot for it to
0: be. What's on the stereo in the Buick right before you hit the sun?
1: Allison Chains.
0: <laughs> that's such a homie
3: brain... <laughs> God, that's such a homie brain thing, which like... Uh, which I did for about five years when I was getting loaded which is just putting in like
0: $2 at a time in your oh, gas yeah. tank and yeah well
1: I'm 27 and I don't know what to tell you
0: <laughs> that's a kid marrow joke where he's just like um, you something like you're copping your kid Jordans but you haven't had a full tank since the Clinton years
1: <laughs> it's really tight Got uh, <laughs>
0: uh, that's kind of like uh, magic
1: cards in my cell phone bill right now
0: in your IRS debt <laughs> and, your par-
1: uh, and your parking tickets, <laughs> your
3: backlog,
0: and your your uh, guitar pedal <laughs> obsession.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. But well, when you're, are you getting a new pedal soon? <laughs> no, I'm like, is y- it on? Y- is it
0: on the? Is it in the mail? No, I'm good. How's your tone? Okay. How about? Uh, <laughs> are the windows open in the Buick right before you hit the sun? Mm-hmm. Is the Final Fantasy 7 strategy guide in your hand? <laughs>
4: <laughs> are the are the windows open because the air is like fully broken?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I want to feel the solar flares just burning every layer of my face
0: off. Mm-hmm. Are the tire's flat. You have a flat tire. They're melting.
4: Are you driving on the spare? Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, donut, the donut from the trunk is slowly melting is as I approach launch, the
3: sun. Is that going to help? Is that going to launch you fast enough?
1: Yeah. Well, my thought about it is, the closer I get to the sun, the more the car becomes magnetized to the sun with like some kind of superpower magnetism, <laughs> and the car, the car, the car. The car is the car. It's
0: scientifically accurate. Uh,
1: essentially, the car stops. Uh, wow. The car stops working, and and then all of a sudden, it's slightly off the wooden plank, and it's just being pulled at hyper speed into the sun, and my whole body burns. The car explodes, and I finally am home.
3: That <laughs> that is. I'm free. That is kind of like the premise of this one uh, Italo Calvino short story, where homie is, is the moon gets really close to the Earth, and it, if you hop high enough the gravitational pull of the moon will s- suck you in and you just shift.
0: And it hits uh, your eye like a big pizza pie. <laughs> 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 it's a Calvino, huh? No, but hey, um, so we've, talk- we've talked about these big Buick in the sun, um, you know, uh, Whirlpool swirls. Is that jogging any memories? Have you pulled anyone into the swirl or shot yourself into the sun uh, theoretically in the mind? <laughs> We, I mean, we've all done it. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I'm. I'm just like trying to think of an example that would be worth telling.
0: I bet. I
3: bet you have some hang, hangry swirl stories. <laughs> I mean,
4: hangry
0: swirls are a classic.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um. Oh no, man. I could go like. That's
0: okay. I mean, we get really dark. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Really
0: dark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucking homies. Uh, like grandfather hung himself. It's true. And cleaned boils with vodka. We don't.
3: We don't want to. Yes. Yeah, yeah you don't, don't have want, the spot. I <laughs> want to force to you to be
4: you more to be transparent. Was, when than you told that story, you know. that was that did make me think of something. I was like, oh, I learned about my family's history of mental illness in my first uh, therapy appointment. My mom really wanted to do joint therapy with me when I was uh, like 16. So she chose a therapist that basically was like her, but a therapist. So, like, Certainly. a middle aged white mom type. And um, so she asks, um, you know is there any history of mental illness in your family and i'm like "Mm -mm." like i've never heard anything and my mom goes oh yeah well um my aunt did kill herself and like it's this aunt that my mom has like always talked about my entire childhood like yeah someone who like all of my mom's most cherished heirlooms are from this aunt and like I just like never. She never brought it up that.
3: So the so kind of grim. Yeah. so what what happened is the swirl was going on around you, mm-hmm. and then and you didn't realize it, and then your mom jumped out and sucked you in, <laughs> right, right. in <laughs> a therapeutic setting. I
0: mean, homies do that; they get the swirl going without recognizing it, and then it's revealed all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, goddamn. Uh, how about this? When do you feel most like a dancing skeleton?
4: <laughs> Oof. I mean, that's me as my best self, really.
0: I see. Yeah. The hell um,
4: yeah. I don't, I guess I felt most like a dancing skeleton, like after, uh, you know, this summer was like a kind of fun personal project for me. Um, how dead can I be while still technically being alive?
0: <laughs> wow. Exactly. Yeah. So tight.
4: Uh, so I, fun yeah. project. I had three part-time jobs, but I was working all of them four to five days a week. And, um, so that was like 80 to 90 hours per week consistently. Uh, like days off. What? Um, yeah. And I remember there was like, you know, that it was just a fun summer, basically. You know,
0: that loads of fun. Yeah. it's <laughs> funny that you say that because I was also having a really fun yeah. summer, if you recall. Yeah, and I was certainly like a. Um,
4: <laughs> we got breakfast one time.
0: We could, we bonded over the the yeah. screaming. Skull on fire yeah. situation. That, yes, y'all yeah, y'all were just
3: throwing hash browns down your fucking gullet, and it was just bouncing off your rib cage and <laughs>
0: just falling to the <laughs> ground. Yeah, we 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 just
4: <laughs> rocketing around. <laughs> the
0: the host was like, "Oh, two," and we were like, "Yeah, click clack click." clack. <laughs> clack, 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 clack <laughs> taking our seats, all dusty and shit. Uh, well, but that summer's gone, and a new summer's dawning. I upon know,
4: us. and now I have a very cushy corporate job that's soul crushing in an entire entirely different way.
0: Mm. Mm. So you have literally become the share zone because <laughs> that person has an office job. Yeah. All right. Well,
4: yeah. Or I mean, I'd rather be Kim Kierkegaardashian, but.
0: Well, you are that. Yeah. I think of you 80% of the time that I read that. That uh, means a lot. Yeah. I mean, I don't even share them with you anymore because I'm like, she's seen this already. <laughs> she's lived this already. Yeah.
4: It's actually me. <laughs> I
0: I wish. Incredible. All right. Any other further notes about Homie Brain or have we hit the, the nail on the head? We've we've covered we really, our bases yeah. on this one. <laughs> All right, beautiful, and thank you and goodbye.